This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, welcome back to another edition of the Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. And we're so honored to be identified by Feedspot as one of the top 10 podcasts for authors and book marketing. So we get kudos here for the many years we've been building on the show and giving you information. And as always, we will give you a variety of ahas, insights, tips, and how-tos for your author publishing and today we're going to be kissing more on the swaggy part of book marketing success so with it i always love to start with a quote around our overall theme so let's start with this one the author's first job is to write a great book the second one is to market it there is no third Back again with me is the amazing, awesome, fabulous, award-winning book designer, cover designer, and awesome swag creator, Rebecca Finkel. You can find her at fpgd.com. And Rebecca, we're going to just kind of dive into a lot of things to move us ahead, maybe some old some new, maybe what was working in the past, and maybe what's blue. What do you think? Judith, thank you for that introduction. It was amazing. Um, uh, hello, everybody. Happy post-Valentine's Day. Hopefully, everybody had a lovely day. Um, yes, I'm actually surprised you said marketing was second and writing the book was first, because um, those oh. do go hand in hand. You should have the yeah. reader in mind as you're writing your book, and that all plays into the whole marketing and swag idea as well. So, <clears throat> yes, uh, even though you, you feel you've written the, the incredible novel, and you most probably have, it's getting the reader connected to that novel or that book or the piece of wisdom that you're putting out there that is that is the trick. There's lots of lots of distractions for the reader. You want to make sure you're orienting yourself to the right thing, which is marketing, and part of that is swag. So I'm happy to open the door and talk about this. There's lots of different ways to get a, get get your reader oriented to where you are. Well, I think, uh, you know, you and I have always said that when do you start marketing your book, when you are writing your book. Um, I think one of the biggest hiccups that I see, I fight it all the time. I, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. But they don't want to think marketing until they have the physical book in hand. And it is such a mistake. You get going from the get-go. You buzz it. You talk about it. You start dropping little hints. Um, you and I have a book that that uh, well, my own personal book that's that 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 came out in January um, that we started dropping hints. We had peel spreads on what the cover looked like. We lots of things we started doing the build up 
before the book was actually physically available. And a lot of authors, majority of authors, just can't get that in their head. I don't know how to penetrate that, Rebecca. Maybe you have some ideas. Well, a lot of it is a mindset. And I get that the creativity going into writing a book is different than the creativity for marketing. It actually doesn't have to be, but there's a there's a mindset. And I completely understand that. But it's more of, I think you hit on it. You need to talk about your book. And the more you talk about your book, the easier it is to talk about your book. So, you know, that person you see in the gym, it's like, how is your, how is your day or how's your life going? Give them a spiel about your book. They might come back and ask you about your book. Talk about your book. You need to talk about your book. And then that person may come back and say, hey, did you think of this? And you're like, actually, no, I didn't think of that. So, like, use your village. Use your people. Use your environment. Talk to your spouse. Talk to your kids. Talk to your dog. Talk to your cat. They're not going to come back to you, but they may. <clears throat> you may get an idea. A lot of this is just further creativity. And the marketing, They may. you may have never done a marketing had any marketing before in your life doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means that's a new thought pattern for you. It's new. So yes, it's going to be a little bit unusual, but let's, you can do it. It's, it's not like it's unknown, but a lot of this is the swag can be something unique to your book. If you're doing, there's a children's books author, which I understand is a, is a unique concept because children's books open themselves to a lot of creativity, but she does, you know, she did a book about a fish. Well, that opens up everything about a fish, fish, you know, not only the live goldfish that she could possibly give away if that's a thing, she could also do plush goldfish. She could, you know, mm-hmm. fishing poles. Uh, that opens up the entire thing. But then talk about that to somebody. Like, it doesn't have to be somebody, a marketing expert. Just talk about your book to somebody. Just keep going with the ideas. Creativity is a living thing. Let it flow. Let it go. You know that with your writing got to be the same thing with your marketing campaigns. Um, that would be an amen, I guess I'd say. So it, it does start with the very beginning and setting the buzz stage um, for that. So and, and the way I like to start buzz is just start making posters. I mean, if you're yeah. writing, if you're writing, you've got some juicy lines. I don't care if we're talking fiction or nonfiction. Mm-hmm that there's juicy lines that would be intriguing that would pull people in. You could create a poster and put the four, you know, and, and tag it, the forthcoming book available spring 2024 or, you know, or, or fall 2024. I mean, you could start that factor. So individuals, you're not telling them to go buy the book, just be on the alert here. It's coming. Um, right. And you're feeding them. And the dates are not, are they, they're not going to nail you to the ground. If you miss fall, nobody's going to hold you to that. Go to winter. Go to spring. Nobody cares. Like, just nobody cares, really. Just get it out there. Say a word, and then then if it changes, it changes. I cannot tell you how many times even big publishing houses change and change and change. That's, you want somebody to say, hey, you know, it's fall, and I thought that book was going to come out. Actually, you want that person to come back to you because that starts a dialogue. You actually – that's – that's the best possible scenario to have somebody come back to you. But let's say you've been writing for however long you've been writing, whether you have an hour or a day or however, and you're still charged. There's still something coming out of you, but you're like, I'm exhausted. So write down that marketing idea. Write down, oh, I could do this because a person's doing that, or my text is going in this direction if it's a nonfiction. You know, just write it down. That's an incredible, you still have that creative juice coming out of you. Don't lose that energy. Write down where you are. Write down, yes, that incredible line that you just wrote. That's gonna, that, that is incredible. It's a, 
a piece of the whole story that's going to drive your next piece of writing. Write down those ideas. Then they can further creative thought for marketing ideas, for furthering it out. Posters are great. Um, postcards are incredible. Any type of swag. Have you ever gotten a piece of swag that's made you remember something else? Go into your life and think what piece, what object in your life reminds you of something else. That is a piece of swag that reminds you of something else. Not a memorabilia like a rock from a special um, vacation that you took somewhere else, but a piece of swag that you've kept because it was memorable, either designed well, the color was incredible, there was a great quote on it. I have a coffee cup that I keep because it has a great quote on it that I really like that came from a book that I really like. So there's this, these are the memorable pieces of swag that you're looking for. Look for them in your own personal life so you can possibly mimic them in what you're writing and what you're trying to promote. But again, yes, anything you can start early, anything you can start the buzz. You see this with some of the bigger, sorry to, to do this, but it's like some of the bigger TV shows or something before the season's going, you hear it all over social media. Oh, it's coming soon. Oh, it's coming soon. And then the, the actors get on and, you, and they have little lines and they have little things that they're saying. That's what you want. You want people coming and saying, when's that happening? When is it coming out? Oh, did you hear this? They said that, or they did this, or they look like this, um, or they evoke these things. There's a author that we're working with that has a wizard, which of course opens a huge door. Wizard, spells, oh my, like that's a huge door. Lots of creativity there. Maybe you don't have a wizard in your book. Maybe you don't have a fish in your book. What do you have in your book that you can explore, that you can have people say, ah, what is that? What's going on? I'm curious now. Well, you know, I love it. You just said the wizard. You know, you and I live in Colorado, and in Denver, there is a wizard store. Um, oh, just, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Oh, oh yes. There, I mean, it's like a toy wizard chess, something like that. But you could go down and play. Just see what kind of ideas might bubble up when you see something where it could be a game, it could be an idea, it could be a crazy wacko costume um, yes. that, that you could start thinking of accessing. And I think another thing I'm going to recommend to all of you, if you're not on uh, Google Alerts and Hawk Walker, and I know I've mentioned over the years Talk Walker, which I actually prefer over Google Alerts because it seems to be faster for other reason. But you get your name out there, but also get your theme or what the core message is of what your book is about and put quotes around it and see if there is any news gurgling out here um, that that would come to you, would alert you that maybe, back to Rebecca said in the beginning, mindset that would jucillate your mindset and think, oh, I could tag on to this. I can coattail it. Maybe I can newsjack it to keep that conversation going. That's yes. what's important in this. Gosh, conflict resolution. You oh, can never get yeah. enough conflict resolution. Doesn't matter well, what topic you, we're talking about. Well, you, you know, I'm, yeah, I, you know, I wrote several books on conflict resolution for healthcare, and with what's going on globally, um, I could have had a field day. Of course, when I was writing those books, there wasn't social media. But, but you know, leadership, but, conflict resolution, oh. management. Anyway, I know. And even, it is even, even, care, even fictional characters have conflict resolution. Fictional characters have management. This wizard that we were just talking about, he manages three boys. So, like, 
anyway, not that's not the overall okay. thing, but so you know, yeah. With that said, uh, and by every every book should, uh, has conflict in it. With that, we're going to take our first break. Rebecca Finkel is with us today, and we're going to do some deep diving into things to add to your swag bag. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms. And it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoru.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me again is Rebecca Finkel, a multiple, multiple award-winning um, author, covers, book designs, just books in general. I'm thrilled to say that the cover she designed for my memoir, When God Says No, actually won a gold award. So, so kudos to you, Judith. Yeah, yeah, good job, Rebecca. Anyway, you can find her at on the website fpgd.com. Um, and with that, um, let's let's take a lipo. And jump into some of the things. What do you What do you think? Let's look. The, I always like the good, bad, and the ugly kind of thing. Sure. Um, what 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 are some of the more common things that don't seem to be working now in the swag arena? Uh, well, one thing that's tried and true. God, I'm not going to harp on this one too much. Ugly things don't ever work. Sorry, I just <laughs> sorry. What do, What doesn't work? Things. What did you Other say? Things. Things. Ugly, ugly, unconsidered things. So you just put something out to get something out. So somebody wants to feel seen. They want to feel heard. So when you do something that's not necessarily specific to them, but you have a theme or you have a branding, 
branding, you're like, oh, everything's branded. IBM has a brand. We're not talking about going like, like hardcore. We're talking about having something be considered, having something be designed, having something follow a theme. That's considered. That's like somebody's, oh, they thought about me. They thought about how I, how I view the materials. They thought about how I understand their concept and their breadth of work. That's, so it's all the same thing. So I'd have to re-understand that this is a Judith Bryles book. It's, oh, this is, this is Judith Bryles' book. I understand. This is more of her. I'm looking for more of her. So it's, that's considered. It's, you're considered of my time that you're all on the same theme. I don't have to re, re-understand her wheel and her understanding. This is, so that, to me, is, is what, what works for me. It's something that is considered, that is on theme, that is, it doesn't have to be lockstep. Oh my goodness! Please no. Please have some creativity, but don't have it be different, night and day different. Don't have me have to refigure everything out. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time. I might just cruise by it if I, if like, oh, who is this person? Uh, another Judith Bryles, whatever. I, whatever. I'm not. I don't have time right now. And then I might not come back to it. Um, so, at least have a nod so that your reader can can leapfrog to your different ideas, to your different books. So um, the ugly things don't work. The things that are not considered don't work. Misspelling, things that are fixed, that are technically wrong, like the wrong phone number, wrong uh, email address, or wrong uh, uh, web address don't work. Web addresses that are not current or dropped links, no. As soon as there's like an, something that, that's a pretty simple factual thing to get correct. And as soon as it's wrong, you've lost trust. And so your reader's like, eh. This reader, this author doesn't care, doesn't care about me, doesn't care about keeping your information right. So I don't care about them. You know, there's a trust issue. Um, I mean, those are like the good and the bad. I, the middle of the road is, is I don't know, y'all, I, I don't know the middle of the road. I always shoot for the high road. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Sometimes I probably hit the middle of the road. It's, I mean, to me, I'm always trying to give the best i don't try to hit the middle of the road i probably do sometimes because anyway just because but so um things like business cards or postcards or posters um are changeable like you don't have to buy a thousand business cards um you can buy 25 or 50 or 100 when they move out when they when they when you run out of them or about to run out of them you can change the color and have something new and go forward you have to completely change the design, but if they were blue, make them green, make them purple, something, move them forward. Um, so there's a new idea. Um, the, your postcards, if you're going to do a postcard, which is really a very inexpensive way to get your message in front of somebody, and yes, they will be thrown away. I throw away, I read very quickly and throw away many, many postcards, but I read them very quickly because you can't have a lot of words on a postcard. You're mostly putting an idea forward and that's it. And the idea with a postcard is put an idea forward. If I'm interested, I reach out. You're not answering every question. You're just putting an idea forward. So um, I do put, I do keep postcards. I'm like, ooh, that's a good one for the spring or that's a good one for this time in my life. Or maybe a friend would be interested in this or maybe I can mention this to somebody, an acquaintance that I know. So I do keep postcards, but postcards, they are inexpensive. And when you send out the second round of postcards to the same people, that's a great strategy. Make them different. So it's the same book cover. So they might recognize the book cover. Uh, 
and it's a, but a different quote or a different angle or a different strategy on them somehow. Um, so you're not repeating the same thing. Once I've seen the postcard again, I'm like, oh, the author was lazy. Okay. I mean, you know, I get it. Everybody has time, but that's the first thing in my mind. Oh, author was lazy. Couldn't get a second card because the second card is actually pretty straightforward and simple. Um, you know, just these little things. God, it would take you an extra five minutes, ten minutes to put in a second quote on the card, change the background color of your of your screen so that the book cover is sitting on a different background. Um, pretty, pretty minor thing, um, but um, don't be lazy. Uh, you know, think about your reader. Think about you getting these cards. Would you appreciate a second a second idea on the same concept? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are going to, yeah, they will. Yeah, my experience is I find postcards can be really effective, but just don't be a one postcard pony. Um, Rebecca has, you know, think about other quotes, but, you know, you're you're an author, you're a writer, you're an expert. Pull out some of your personal quotes, those, those tidbits, those ideas, and just put it on the front of the postcard. But I'm a big believer in having a designer involved in the process. So going back to, Rebecca, what you were talking about, the branding and the consistency, that people will recognize what it's coming from. You're not pitching by my book. You're, you're pitching your expertise in a way, your, your, your thought processes or your storytelling skills that people say. And I actually see people don't throw them away. They start collecting some of them. Um, to see, well, what what else is going to come? And Rebecca is so right. This is such an ineffective way of marketing. And if you're and for snail mail, uh, postcards are the least expensive. And and I will say one other thing: if you're going to use any kind of mailing um, flyer, you know the the U.S. Post Office has little goodies, little perks where they can deliver all into one zip code. If you're doing a target focus, for example at a very, very reduced rate. It's like a bulk rate price that they would deliver them all in but treat them as first class. So I just want to throw that on the table. Oh, well, I didn't realize. Actually, I didn't know that piece. So, yes, postcards are very effective. And for an author, there's a cross between what your book is about, which is probably a small piece of what you are actually an expert in. There's a book, you know, there's a cross between setting up you as an expert and setting up your book as an expert. That's a whole different topic about, you know, promoting yourself as an expert and an author and, and your book as just, and just, just your book, which is a small piece of you, but we're talking about swag and et cetera. So we're going to keep on topic. So another piece of swag is a bookmark. Great. The bookmark is a great thing, but that's more of a personal. You're not going to send that out. So you send out a book, you'd have a postcard and book. You do a talk, you'd have a, po- a bookmark. Essentially, every time you do a talk where you have a, you're, some, you're in a bookstore, you want somebody to walk away with something of yours. Preferably a book because that means they bought a book. But even with a bookmark, they've walked away with something with your book on it or your face on it, preferably both, or your website on it. <clears throat> so they walk away with something of you. That's perfect. You want something that... And the bookmark should, you know, be fairly inexpensive, so you can scatter them about, so you know they're not ridiculous. But yes, yeah, so you, they walk away with something of you, something of value. That's a great thing. Um, mm-hmm. Considering that, on the that, theme, that, is, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. That, yeah, I want to add on to something you did for me. 
um, that um, I, I, it was a bookmark that just for my publishing books, just for my publishing books. And what we did is that we have them on the front cover, but on the back cover, we have just like a little picture, you know, now we're getting small here, less than a postage stamp, stamp size that on the back cover um, that it gives the title of the book and one with it within 10 words or less who the book is designed for, what, what a key element, what's the core message. I'm going to use that word core. What's the core message for this book? And all of the five books that are in the publishing um, suite that I've written are all on one bookmark. So I, I can just give that out and people can kind of cherry pick what the rights picks for them. So I thought that was a great idea, the way you laid that out. And I use that all the time. Right. It's, exactly. Essentially, it's a core message. It's a, another author has put her books, just, it's just a picture of her books and her social media, and that's it. That's all it is. So it's, she's a romance writer. It's a different, it's a different genre, but it's, it's more of, this is what I do. This is how you contact me. Have a great day. It's very quick. Um, to branch off into another field as far as we're branding and we're having a theme, all your social media should look, you know, your social media headers should look about the same. And the thing, problem with that is it's not a one-size-fits-all. So TikTok's going to be different than Facebook's going to be different from Instagram, going to be different from Pinterest, meaning a different size, different pixels. And when you put one into the other one, you could just smack one header into the other one, it gets stretched or smushed. It looks stretched or smushed. It, it does. Um, and to me, it's like, again, when I see that, I'm like, Oh, the author is lazy and didn't work with the pixels. Um, I will happily and for free, if I have done one header, do the other ones because it's basically a, like it's, a te- it's 20 pixels in one direction and 50 pixels in another, which is, I don't know, it's technical and blah, 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 but it's nothing. But I'd rather reformat it so it looks good because that's where I am. It's got to look good. It's got to be form and function. It's got to do all of that. Not so it's smushed, but essentially a lot of times I'll see my author, I'll done a banner and I'll give it to them and I'll go to their social media and they'll be like, ah, they smushed it. And I'll go to the author and be like, I know I did your Facebook. I see it's on TikTok or I see it's on whatever LinkedIn. Let me redo that banner for you, you know, please. And so do all of your banners, make sure all your banners are to the right. Because if not, again, you don't care what your reader thinks. You're just like, oh, I'm saving money and trimming a corner. Nobody really cares. People care. Um, it's, yeah. it's, people care. Yeah, this is yeah, this is not where you want to do the save the money thing. And also, one other thing on the banners before we take our next break is that some of the banners, um, like a LinkedIn, um, well, almost all of them will pop up your picture. You know, you're, all of a sudden your picture comes up. You need to be aware, is that on the left or the right or in the center? So when you're doing your banners and working with someone like Rebecca, they know how to manipulate things very quickly. So whether it's for LinkedIn or Facebook or et cetera, that your, your picture doesn't knock out a key line that's important for your marketing. With that said, we're going to take our next break. This is Rebecca Finkel. We'll be right back with some more swag ideas.
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Where I live in Colorado and Rebecca lives in Colorado, this is often one of our snowy months and cold months. Um, And what we're trying to do is to bring a little steam (laughs) to your marketing (laughs) and to get things going. And that um, to me, that where she was talking about bookmarks, those are essential. Those are elements that would work. Postcards to me are elements. I built my whole speaking career using postcards, by the way, um, and and sold over a million books out on the speaking circuit. So I know this stuff does work, but it's it's putting together a game plan with it. And, and again, going back and reiterate before we jump ahead here about your branding, uh, about even your colors. Rebecca always knows what colors I'm because I'm, I'm, I don't change. I got my colors in play. But what the theme and, again, you know, what, what you're all about and the core message. And once you have that label on you, um, that's what your fans, who hopefully will develop into super fans, um, will come away with. And then, Rebecca, I want to bring up, because, um, you know, I've spent a lot of time in bookstores uh, during the last quarter of the month. And I created kind of just a, a little sheet that matches up my other things, that, that you know, my bookmarks and the colors and all that. And I just asked people who, who if they would um, like to be notified when the next book, and I'm referring to like the secret Hamlet that is just come out. Um, the in the historical fiction series, if they bought the the Secret Journey book one, if they'd like to be notified when book two is available, I came away with a hundred names, a hundred books were sold um, of the Secret Journey during four book signing events, and with their names and emails, and some gave me their mobiles, as I asked for all those things. And that then we sent out an email to let them know when it was live on Amazon and they could go get book two. So it's really a simple thing, get in the habit of doing. 
Um, but again, it, when you make these, you know, you have a little uh, flip, not a flip chart, but a, a, a little board thing, a clipboard. Um, and but have your colors, you know, have maybe your picture, or maybe you have your your book covers on it so they will recognize it and the last thing i want to do is make sure that you can read their writing when they give it back to you because mm-hmm. sometimes that's a challenge you know i've i've had to you know really stretch on some of them um and going into it. and then we put them into our email file and they all got a special mailing um for the secret hamlet Saying it's live, it's well. You can get it on ebook or in print book today. So, and I also mention now if it's available on Amazon's unlimited program, you can get it that way for free. All right. So, all right. You just did on a bunch of things for me, but one of them is an author needs an infrastructure for to to base themselves off of. You need to have your reader land somewhere. So you have a book. You. A reader has picked it up. So whatever marketing strategy you're doing, passive or aggressive, whichever, you know, that, that's a whole scale there, um, you're, you have a reader, even one. Um, and so they have the book, and you do want to lead them to the next book. So there is a whole back matter thing. You are in the back of the book saying, my next book is, and possibly giving them a scenario. Even if it's not written, you can at least give them basic outline, something. You know, your characters do something or whatever. So... Essentially, you've led them to the second book in some way. It'd be great if the author had a website. In fact, I want to say it's pretty imperative that the author have a website. It does not need to be super, you know, super expensive. It'd be great if it had a landing page. It'd be great if it had something about the author. It'd be great if it had something about book two. And then a contact page. I mean, it can be pretty bare bones, but, you know, I'm the generation's before me, a couple of generations before me, because I'm not 20 anymore. It's been a couple minutes. Anyway, they love to reach out to authors. They love to find these websites. They love to like have more nuggets on the website so they can figure out more about the books, more about the characters, more about their authors. They love the more. They love to, then if you have writing in, in a couple of different genres, which authors do, they write in different genres, they can jump from your one book and in fantasy to your other book in romance or your other book in mystery or your other book in nonfiction topics somewhere, leadership, management, whatever. They can find all of your books, um, which may not be apparent to them. Um, so a website is important. Also, one thing that Judith has started recently is a book club discussion questions in the back of the book. I would find this. I'm not an author myself. I apologize. I do not have the words. My strength is design enabling, essentially enabling you to become the best author possible with the interior and the, the cover design and the ebook. And I also also do websites. Just anyway, enable, I'm, I don't have the words, but I would think it would be absolutely fascinating to be part of a book club and have people, your readers, talk to you about your book. I would think that would be incredibly education, like fascinating to hear them their intake on your process and your characters and your nonfiction topics and it's going to be incredible. So anyway, all of those things would is part of your marketing, part of your whole strategy. I have discussion questions. So a book club is now going to be part, they might put your book on the list because they know that not only do you have book club um, questions, you're available for a Zoom call. Thank you, COVID, for getting us all acquainted with Zoom. Got to think of the positives because we just got to think of the positives. Anyway, <laughs> right. So, right. Just got it. And, you know, um, 
so that's a positive for your book that you have these questions and you can do these things and you're available for these topics. Um, you know, um, these, these are important pieces of, of, your, of your back matter, of your website, of your book to have these pieces available. Um, you know, there's a whole piece to this that I'm, that I'm loving, but a website is also a very integral part for an author. Um, you don't have to sell your book off your website. You can have your book linked to Amazon and do still, you know, if you're doing a POD printing, a print on demand through Amazon KDP or through Spark or any of the other POD printers out there, and there are several, you can still make that all work for you. Um, this is just like a, a piece of it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, kind of went off on a tangent. That's there. okay. That's, that's all right. But I, I think that it's, again, going back to the core, the consistency, that it all looks together. And, and, and one of the ideas that I love writing the discussion questions. That's one of the things I do with for my writing partner. I'm just taking all this, leave me alone. I'm doing this one. And key elements that we're talking about. And, you know, sometimes we're contradicting our protagonists in a fiction book. Or maybe there's another way to think for a nonfiction book. And I'm thinking discussion questions for both fiction and nonfiction. And then here's the other thing. Zoom, we've, you know, COVID. All you have to do is go online to the Google and put out online book clubs and then whatever your specialty is, whatever your genre is, and see what pops up. Create a very short pitch letter. They're very, very short. You have to create a really strong pitch line, subject line to intrigue them to get them to open it. Do not add an attachment. Do not add your discussion questions. Just put out that you're available and that you would be delighted to participate in their uh, online book club if they are meeting online and you have discussion questions available. You can give them the, the, your, your link to your website where they are, or you could just say, if, if you want them, I'd be glad to send them to, and you start opening that dialogue. So don't bombard people with attachments because I'm overwhelmed and I'm blocking everything unless I really know this person. So um, there's, just, there's too much weirdness out there. There's just too much weirdness. I also wanted to, oh. to note on Kindle Unlimited is a great thing. I just well, I even I don't even know how to do it as an author. I'm a reader. I, I, I read quite a bit. I, I read several books. I read two two books a week probably on average. I love Kindle Unlimited because now I'm like, do I want the book? Well, I don't know. I just don't know. With Kindle Unlimited, I get 20 books free, free, free. So I don't have to say, do I want that book? I'm like, what the heck, 20 books. So I have 20 books. I wish it was 40, actually, because I have 20 books always sitting waiting for me. So I have, so if I'm 50 pages into the book, and I'm like, ugh, this just isn't for me. I can close it off and, like, not, you know, and I'm like, okay, fine, it's just not for me. But if I'm 50 pages in, I'm like, this book is amazing. This is my book. I go and I buy it, and then it's my book. And then I read the book, and I'm like, excellent. And I can fill it with something else. I actually wish it was 40 books. I think 20 books is completely not enough. I just... As a reader, I love Kindle Unlimited. It is a game changer mm-hmm. for me. It's like going to the library and just saying, I want all of this and taking it home with me. And I don't ever have to give it back until I'm ready. It's not like it has a due date. I get to keep it forever until I'm ready to give it back. I love Kindle Unlimited. I would highly recommend it. I mean, I don't know the nuts and bolts of it on the author side. I just have my side of it. As a reader, I just love it. So yeah. <laughs> then I wanted to... I don't know. Let me go yeah. to I have something else to say. Anyway, go ahead. 
Okay, so I'm just going to I'm going to kiss on Kindle Unlimited and you're saying what? You can get 20 books up to 20 books free. So to to participate in Kindle Unlimited, you as an author should make sure your books are there because they do convert into buys and and can people get a taste of it. But also here's here's the glory of it that for every page that gets read on a Kindle Unlimited book, you as the author earn a little bit. Um, I have some authors that are earning thousands of dollars a month from their Kindle Unlimited reads. So make sure your book is available. A lot of books are not. It's amazed me that the big boys, publishers, don't put all their books up on Unlimited, which would lead to others. It's kind of crazy. But what's the cost of Unlimited to participate in it? It's around 10 bucks a month, 11 bucks right, a I think month. It's like 12. I think it's really, oh, it's gone it's up. From 10 okay. to 12 or 12 to 15, something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I read so many, many more than $15 worth of ebooks. A month. Yeah. Oh my God! So yeah. for me, so it's, it's for amazing. it's for the ebook reader. This is for the ebook reader, oh and you know, I'm not an ebook reader. Rebecca is. I'm not. I'm a print girl. But if I but I look at the unlimited. If I see I like this, I buy it. I'm a converter. I buy it. So, so buy understand, it. you know, who your audience is. It's not always going to be your choice, and I think a lot of authors get stuck on this thinking that they're writing for themselves, they're marketing for themselves. No, you're not. You are now publishing marketing for others. And never forget that. All right, Rebecca, we have one minute till we have our next break here. Oh, I want to talk about how how this one author that I just love, I think she sees me. I'm convinced she sees me specifically because of what she does at the end of her book. I'm, I'm she is a very popular author. She sees millions of people. But when I see what she does at the end of the book, I'm like, oh, look at that. She sees me specifically. She sees Rebecca. That's so sweet. Anyway, I'll talk about that when we get back. Okay. <laughs> oh, so let's, so let's talking about um, the interactive and making it interactive. And I, and I have another one of our authors has really developed um, a great rapport with a well-known, one of the top authors who has her own Netflix series on her books that they now, she comes in when uh, she cross-promotes her books. So that's a good thing. All right, we're going to be right back. Final break with Rebecca Finkel. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. 
or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The Book Shepherd in concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so in in our final um, segment here, I want Rebecca to kind of talk about some of the bonus things that you can do to heighten your experience for yourself, actually, but also for your fans. And remember, one of the goals is to create super fans. How many super fans do you need to really make a comfortable living? Guess what? Over 400 will do it. 400 super fans will, will devour anything that you publish and they not only devour it they tell everyone else about it that's the way to promote to multiply this factor right rebecca back to you correct i was going to say the one person that has really coined or has super fans that are colleen hoover has super fans that just go forever she has people Mm -hmm. people stop other people in grocery store lines target Mm -hmm. lines H&M mm-hmm. forever, and they talk to each other about the book. But anyway, that's, that's what a super fan does. They talk to each other about the book. They promote it. They whatever. Colleen Hoover is like the mega star on that one. Anyway, what I want to talk well, about is at the back. Go ahead. I was just going to say that bookstores, there is actually a Colleen Hoover table in the Barnes & Noble stores that I'm in all the time. You know, and and I'm always interested in her covers, and I, you know, I wander over and see her. Her writing is not my style; it's not my, you know, what I what I go into. But I admire marketing brilliance. Right, it, you just yes, incredible. She's she is a powerhouse. Like in the fact that she's an independent author, and many of her books, and started out as an independent author, is fascinating on many levels. And her anyway. Um, in fact, I love to read, and I have many authors that I follow that as soon as their next book comes up, I'm like, oh, I'm going to read that book. I watch for it. Like, I, that fall of 25, I'm like, okay, fall of 25, where's the book? So 
you know, I'm one of those people. So anyway, at the back of the book, when they say, if you want to know more about the characters or where they are in five years or where these tangential characters are or the next thought on my non, you know, my leadership book or my management book, you know, go through, give, you know, follow this link or give me your email or I'll send you something or go through Zip Funnel, which captures all the emails, a more, little bit more sophisticated. I, I do it. There's like 10 authors maybe that I follow, 8, 10, something like that. And yes, I've given them my email. And yes, they email me back. But I get to I get to see where these characters are in 10 years. And it is not available anywhere else. These special chapters that are, in my mind, just for me. And everybody else who has ever read this book, but that's, you know, just for me. Anyway, these chapters, these words are specific and special. They're not part of any other book. They're not part of any other series. They're just there for me to have um, when I get my email. And so, you know, I, I'm thrilled that I get these next, and it's like 20 pages. It's, you know, it's a chunk of text. It's not just like two paragraphs. It's a chunk. It's a complete thought, maybe two or three thoughts. It moves things along. It brings things to a further conclusion or further thought. It is, a, you know, it's a full thing. It's satisfying. So anyway, and I give her my, I give these authors, my email, and yes, I get an email quarterly. Sometimes I'm like, mm, this this uh, this newsletter doesn't do anything for me. I'll read the first paragraph and and like toss it. And sometimes I get it and I read it completely through, and I'm like, oh, good, February, it's coming out in February. Can't wait, February. So it's a different thing. But these become your fans, and some of these fans become your super fans because now you are. This is how you are attached to people. You get their emails. You collect their emails. You can send out emails them directly you have somebody specifically attached to the other side of that email it's magical that is mm-hmm. the magical line right there you want to right. touch people judith said she has a clipboard and she has people's emails that's the magic line you want to be an email collector that's what you want to do well emails are the gold i mean that you know um tiktok could go away you know, Instagram, you know, Zuckerberg can come up with another oddball idea and, okay, we're done with Instagram. I'm going to come up with, you know, uh, La La Land Graham. Who, I mean, you have to start all over again. That You just have to recognize that emails you control. And that's the key. I mean, the thing with the, the, the essentially this bonus chapter, it's, you, that's a marketing swag strategy that you're not having to get out of your comfort zone. It's you're writing more, you're doing more writing, you're manipulating things on you, by your computer, you're in your creative comfort zone. I mean, for me, it's like a win for an author because they are stretching themselves beyond their author's uh, comfort zone, but it's not too far out of their author's comfort zone. They're not having to get in front of people and talk. They're not having to get in front of people and hand out their business card, book, bookmark, postcard. You know, they're not having to do cold calls, etc. Um, and I have strategies for cold calls because um, I don't like them either. I do them at a set time every day. When the time comes, I do it. When the time's over, it's over. Like I do it for half an hour, an hour, whatever it is, it's over and it's done. Right? Anyway, so, um, but this is, it's, almost, it's passive, but it's, Super effective. Um, this, the, the chapters at the end of the book, which go along with book club discussions, that's again a different. You have both at the end of your book. Like, why not? 
Um, and again, that's just more of your expertise coming through, more of your more of the book coming through, um, and more of yourself coming through, which is what you're trying to do. You're trying to sell yourself as an expert. You're trying to write yourself as the expert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Rebecca, can you talk a little bit about, you have designed a couple for me. I know you've done for a lot of people. What about, let, let's talk about some of the stuff, props, a few props, like the the pull-up stands, um, which way okay. to go. Yeah, besides, you know, we have bookmarks, we've got the little stuff that we can carry around with us. I mean, you just, for example, you just designed for me an eight foot, I did eight feet, because sometimes we put two tables together, um, a full tablecloth with a huge banner for the Colorado Authors Hall of Fame, so that when anyone comes in a store that I'm with eight other authors, that they see, that celebrate Colorado authors, Right away. Right. Um, and right. and people are attracted. You know, this is a marketing, you know, that's, oh, I want to support local authors. What can you, all right. So what about a couple of ideas there? Right. A tablecloth with more than a poster. A printed tablecloth. You can get through Vistaprint, 123Print. You know, Google search there. Plenty of these places. Mm-hmm. Um, printed tablecloth. Printed banner that you can, like a retractable banner that pulls up. Make sure it has a good stand. That's the only thing. Make sure it has a heavy stand. You can do something mm-hmm. that sits on a tabletop. You can do something that sits on the floor and pulls up. The only reason I say retractable is that it's easy to clean up and go away, like or it packs small. Um, you can do um, those are really great things for not only bookstores but also conferences. Or if you're going to be in mm-hmm. a grocery store to sell a book, I have a, I have a client that's doing that. A poster stand, or, you know, anything that you can say considered. And the poster, please have the poster be considered. No hand lettering. Everything has to be like. Nice. I mean, hand lettering can be nice, but make it super nice. Don't everything <laughs> is considered. Don't be lazy. Um, yeah, we don't want you, know, you to I'll, look like someone. Uh, we don't want you to look like someone on the corner with cardboard handwriting on it. This is no, no back no. to your branding. No car wash. No car wash signs. Sorry, the local yeah. whatever the local high school is car wash signs. None of that stuff. Yeah. I have yeah, an exactly. author who actually dresses in her theme colors. To me, mm-hmm. that goes a step too far. She looks great in her color. So, I, you know, I'm like, oh, you look incredible because those are her colors anyway. But I'm like, you don't have to go that far, but don't look slouchy either. Like, you know, they're nice. Look nice, et cetera. Um, have your books presented nicely. Don't just throw them on the table. Be nice if one was face up, which means getting a stand or mm-hmm. somehow propping them up so that your books are face full. Yeah. So that people walk in, they don't come to the table and look over the table. They can actually them from a distance your, your books are face out um it, it'd be mm-hmm. nice actually if you had a friend wandering the store saying hey the author's here for this book have you seen it it's incredible they don't have to say i'm a friend of the author i'm related to the author they just gonna say hey i saw this book it's incredible have you seen it you can have people tag in the store what the heck you know um <laughs> why not uh, you know it's, it's just fun and exciting and Well, here's an idea for that. Make sure that if you're in a store, and and I've had some very successful where I've always sell out. I mean, this last year, I've always sold out when I've been in a bookstore. Um, Now, we put out a press release that we're going to be there. We put out social media. Hey, join me in Barnes & Noble on Colorado Boulevard on Saturday between, you know, 9 and 5. I'll be there all day. 
um, uh, we do that to support the store so they'll support us in return. And you ask the store manager, whoever is a day person, if they will announce that you're in the store during, you know, do it a couple of times while you're there. They will do that, but you have to remind them. They do, you know, they're busy. They're very busy. They don't think about that kind of thing. I, you know, Rebecca, I have a deal. I know we have like two minutes here. I have, um, I have a rolly, a black box that literally, you know, top comes off. I can put 200 pounds of weight on top of it. I'm hauling stuff in, but I have a bookstore or a book signing kit where I have those stands that I put on. I have all my bookmarks that I put in. I, I give away my Emery boards that you design. That's one of my swag things. I have Emery, very high-end Emery boards I give to everybody who buys a book. Um, that I have extra pens. I, I just, I, I, you know, I have carry extra tablecloths if I don't like the color of what what a a host is put up. I always carry black tablecloths so then I can bring other colors in behind it. That if yeah. you start getting treating this because you have a business, your book's a business. If you start treating this, and I keep it all there, so it's all there. So I just have to grab that, put it in the car, and we're off to go. And it has wheels. And I roll it in. So just saying that. All right, we all right. In our next thir- last thirty seconds, one more to idea, Rebecca. Oh my gosh, one more idea. Have fun. Mm-hmm. This is you know you've worked mm-hmm. a long time on this. You're putting your absolute your best foot forward, which you absolutely should. This should also be not just be torture. You should be able to find a creative, fun, enjoyable way to talk to your talk to your readers, promote your book, and you know be proud of what you've done and accomplished. Not everybody can write a book. I cannot write a book. It is not in me at all. Again, I'm an enabler. I will push you. I will there, get there you there going. But I cannot right. get there myself. All right. Thank you so much, Rebecca Finkel. Oh, you're so welcome. All right. This is Shirley Riles. We'll be seeing you next week. for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.